And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 156, uh, a.k.a. season 2, episode 24. And I think, if they do my math right, that also makes this like the end of the third year, right? 52 weekly show, 52 weeks a year, wow. 156. So we've been doing this for three years minimum, at least. I don't remember the official date. I thought it was like February in some time. So we might have missed a few in there. But episode 156, uh, coming at you this Saturday morning. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC. And special guest of reappearing, maybe, can we just call him the third co-host at this point, since he shows up? <laughs> well, I'm Bronson, I'm still special guest, until Sweet. I'm no longer special guest. <laughs> then, then you're just regular old Bronson. Uh, and, and since we do this show with, with call-in numbers, and, and you know, we, we do, you can call in uh, to the show, uh, I don't know if we're going to answer your call, but the numbers, if you call, are 303-335-9527. Or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527. Or 303-835-1301. So what's happening, guys? So I'd like to get into labels. Um, We've talked about it a few times before, but it's it's always fun to talk about what people call themselves. And and a lot of people are confused and don't know. You know, they they go through cycles. Oh, Jesus. Because they don't want to be associated with, you know, something um so we talked about before the show is uh you know anarchy is maybe labeled or tied to chaos and so they don't want to use that word anarchist because yeah you know somebody might think you want the world to burn um which i want some things to burn but uh in general i want people just to get along you know <laughs> and maybe if people would burn more things people would get along more friendly with each other Okay, well, let's start with you then, MC. Like, you know, what's your label and why is it your label? What's what's the um, meaning behind it? Oh, man, I was going to let you guys hash it out first. And then I oh, could okay. be, well, hmm, all right. maybe, maybe I should pick a different label. Okay, go for it, Bronson, then you first. Well, the thing with me is that labels aren't important. I, I like to concentrate on ideas. So if somebody says that they, they are so-and-so, my immediate question is to inquire further find out okay well like what do you think about this or that issue or that issue so for me it doesn't matter what whether you call me an anarcho-capitalist a voluntarist i personally prefer the term abolitionist but i know that doesn't really foster further discussion because people are thinking about like slavery and other unrelated issues and so while i i would like for that to be the the term that i self-describe myself as it's really not important to me I'm only concerned with like actual ideas and, and not so much labels. All right. So so you don't you don't have a label for yourself. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I just go by with whatever other people are using. Right. So if they're like, oh, so you're an anarcho-capitalist, I'll be like, yeah, sure. OK. So so for me, then um, I accept a handful of different labels because each one is nuanced ever so slightly. From the other one. Uh, and I've gone so far as to like brand myself uh, with those labels uh, in the form of, of tattoos. Right. So um, I have I have four tattoos. The first one I got was the Amagi. Right. If you're familiar with that, it's it's popular amongst like liberty oriented circles. Right. And, you know, it's the it's the oldest known uh, writing for the, the concept of freedom or liberty. So I'm like, well, yeah, we'll put that one on. Right. I love freedom, love liberty. <laughs> 
oldest one fucking looks good too like it's kind of a cool looking one so let's put that on there right um what language that, is that by the way sumerian cuneiform oh okay wow yeah never seen that I'll, I'll show it to you next time we hang out you should have seen it. it's on my arm anyway oh, okay. i probably just didn't recognize it <laughs> okay uh, the the other one, you know, so then you go like, well, okay, so your freedom, you know, liberty, uh, de- depending on what circle we're we're in, like uh, I will say libertarian because people recognize that. Um, but last night we were at uh, a birthday party, uh, me and MC were um, for a, a mutual friend of ours who who would describe herself uh, as an anarchist, right? She she said that no 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 you, there there's libertarians, but I I'm definitely an anarchist. Um, and oddly enough, then she said grace and I was, well, so close. Um, but the, you know, the, there was a room full, right. Or or, or a a yard full of like people who would say like, no, we're libertarians. Right. And then, and then those people, I go, well, not fucking far enough for me. Right. Like I'll, I'll accept that term, but not far enough for me because when you sit down with the libertarian, they want to talk like policies, right? Oh, you know, like that at the local and the state level and fucking the, the federal level, you know, what 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 can we do in, in the political realm, you know, to to make things more free? And I go, well, get out of the political realm. Right. Like, so but I'll accept. The, so, again, depends on what, sir, if I'm talking to like Republicans and Democrats and, you know, I, I feel that the term anarchist would be off putting. I will say libertarian leaning. Right. Small L. Not a party member. Don't care about that. Um, but I also have, uh, the, the, the voluntarist tattoo, right? Like the, the, the V I'm like, Oh, that's cool too. That look, that looks pretty good right on my biceps, you know? And for me, the, you know, when you, when you think about like voluntarists, right? When someone goes like, well, what does that mean? I go, well, every, every human in- interaction should be conducted on a voluntary basis. What do you mean? You know, no force, no fraud, no coercion, just, you know, voluntary interactions between people. And they go like, well, I can get behind that. Right. And you go, yes, then you can't have a government. Whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean? <laughs> like, that's not voluntary. Yo, sure it is. And then you get into that discussion. Right. Um, I also, as, as part of the anarchist experience, right. I also differentiate amongst hyphens. Like I am not a non hyphenated anarchist. I am a hundred percent completely a hyphenated anarchist, uh, and an ANCAP, an arco capitalist. Um, and I know, uh, uh, you know, we might talk about like discussing the dropping the term capitalism and, and what do you replace it with? Well, for me, when people go like ANCAP, what is that? I go, well, it's, it's basically a capitalist economic system absent the state intervention. Right. So you go, well, well so how is that different, you know, from, from voluntarism? I go, well, the voluntarism is more like interpersonal relationships amongst each other. Right. And the ANCAP position is more of how I believe society will structure itself uh, in a voluntarist way, right? If, if you have voluntarism, uh, the, the natural, in my opinion, the natural forming society will tend to be capitalist, you know, with, with pockets of weirdos here and there. Uh, and the other one, you know, we talk about being on uh, LRN.FM now for, what, uh, what did I say, 20, 24 episodes now um, on LRN.FM. And the founder of LRN.FM um, runs the, the talk show Free Talk Live, which is like, you know, the, the largest libertarian-ish uh, syndicated radio show in the nation. Um, and for a while, right, he used the term free marketeer. Um, and he had a free marketeer 
like logo and flag. And so I stole that shit because real anarchists don't believe in IP. And I got a tattoo of that as well. So when people see that, right, it, you know, it's pretty badass, uh, I think. Uh, you know, it's this, you know, that, the term, skull that, and... that term was popular two or three years ago, by the way. I mean, I, I remember like Ken was using that at, at one point. I think Joe Kent also. Uh, I, but I guess it fell out of favor. Free markets here. And, and so people go like, well, what is that? I go, well, I also believe in free markets. Right. If you're going to if you're going to have a capitalist uh, economic system absent the state. Right. You, you, you have to allow the markets to to regulate themselves. Right, so it, it falls in line with that. Um, so I accept all of those. Right, I'm I am an anarcho capitalist. Uh, I am a voluntarist. Uh, I am a free marketeer. Um, you know, I've I've also heard the term abolitionist bandied about uh, because when people go like, mm-hmm. well, you know, it, it, you say that it has too much of a connotation in aligning itself with slavery, and they go, well, that's why people use it. Right, because as long as there's a as long as there's a government stealing a portion of your labor uh, in the form of taxation and income tax and sales tax and all the other taxes that they levy on you, right, you are de facto a slave. Um, to what degree is up for debate, right? And I, I can find that little mini story and we can read through that again. Um, but you you are you are made to be a slave um, or at least a percentage of a slave at some point, right? And where you cross oh, yeah. that line, yeah. who knows? That's why I like the term abolitionism, because one, one, we're talking about abolishing the state, right? But two, it's also acknowledging the fact that we're all essentially enslaved to the state. You know, the the state asserts ownership over literally everyone within its territory, right? Right. Like they have some degree of ownership over your life and death, over your, your income and the fruits of your labor. So it is kind of like slavery, just slavery light, I would say. Okay, and 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 so therefore, then, if you're if you're concerned about the the connotation uh, of being involved with slavery, right? You you should accept that and run with that, then, right? And just go like, no, yeah. no, no, I'm an abolitionist. And they go, well, there's there's no slavery. And you go, yes, there is, right? And then you break it down for them. And you go, that's the sla- that's the new slavery uh, that we're trying to abolish, right? And as soon well, as the abolitionists come up with a cool logo, I'll probably stamp one of those on myself too. But they just there's nothing for that. Well, well the, the problem is with with any labels is that it it rarely, if ever, advances the discussion because then they'll just say, "Okay, what do you mean by abolitionists?" And then you got to get into your views anyway. So that that's why I say labels aren't that important because people are going to hear the whatever words and whatever connotations that they mentally have with certain words and you know they're going to already have an opinion about it so that's that's why i try to avoid labels but um i mean i guess they do have some uses see and and i love them right because if someone comes up to me and goes like no no no, i'm a democrat i'm a liberal right i Mm -hmm. i i have a general understanding of where they think they stand right and so i can tailor my discussion to suit that label uh, and I would have a completely different discussion when dealing with a conservative Republican, Republican alt righty, right? And 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 same within within anarchism, right? If someone calls into this show and says like, "No, no, man, I'm an ancom," right? I already know to hang up on them because it's not worth talking to them, right? Because there's, there's like because there's, there's there's no headway to be gained. In, in, really, in, I've never I've never had a um, serious discussion with an, an ancom, and I'd like to. That's what I've I'm never, saying. I just never. It won't happen 
<laughs> well, you can't have a serious discussion with an income anyway. That's that's, that's, what I'm, that's my point. And I, and I I was having a conversation with my friend about this, and 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 it's not just ancoms; it's a lot of lefties too. They they have their own language. They come up with their own word salad to justify whatever they want. So how do you have a conversation with somebody that has their own language? You can, you can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah, and is that's, it really that bad? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. So if you want to drop the term. Uh, Kaplan, this is what I was about to get into uh, in, in the in the pre-show before we came on the air. If you want to drop the term capitalism, right? The the language within our the the language within our community, right? Within like people who understand anarchism and liberty, right? The 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 word for you is mutualism, right? And and if you if you want to like check out a site for for mutualists and anarcho syndicalists. Uh, c4ss.org uh, I believe is the, the place to be the center for a stateless society and what you will find on that site is basically uh, anarcho-capitalist literature without but but bashing the term anarcho and capitalism right like they're, they're fundamentally ANCAPs but they don't like the word capitalism so they change the meaning of the word and then they replace it with anarcho-syndicalism and mutualism to basically mean the same thing. Like, they're market-based anarchists who don't like cap the word capitalism. And you go, well, we're, we're yeah. on the same page. We're on the same page. You go, no, we're not, because you're a fucking capitalist, and you want capitalism. And I go, yeah, but what you're, what you're saying, the words, the, the, the ideas that you are putting yeah. forth, right, are capitalistic ideas. You're just afraid to use the term, right? You're afraid of that yeah. label, so you've gone out of your way to come up with an entirely different label that has to be explained, and when you explain it, sounds like anarcho-capitalism. Uh, it is fucking anarcho-capitalism. I mean, Center for a Stateless Society is, in fact, capitalist. Whether or not they prefer that term, you know, you can use whatever fucking word you want, but we all know what the fuck they're talking about, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. So if, mean, if, if, if every, you're... A f- but you could say that for anybody, right? Like, you know, you, you uh, for you, Bronson, you said that you'll accept whatever label people put on you, which is fine, right? You go, like, well, you know, whatever. That if, if it sounds like libertarian and acts like libertarian, probably libertarian, right? So you would accept that label, just default to move the discussion forward. Um, but they won't. They go, like, no, I'm not an ANCAP because, like, capitalism is wrong, capitalism is bad, and what we need is markets. Hang on, well, that's, you know, that's, 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 what, that's what Tom Gray was. That's that was his hang up on the whole uh, ANCAP Q&A. He's like, well, you're not really a capitalist because here's the definition of capital. And like he goes into like Marxist terminology and he, <laughs> he wraps up capitalism, the definition of capitalism with the state. And I'm like, well, look, dude, you know what? You know, I don't believe in the state. So obviously that's not my position, you know, so we, there's no. There's no need to waste time talking about, you know, whether or not. I mean, clearly, I'm a true anarchist in the sense that I don't believe in the state. So there's no it, whatever definition of capitalism you're using, if it involves the state, that's not my view. You know, so it's it's you're not describing my view. You're just using the word in a way that I'm not using it. Which is why, for now, we have to hyphenate, right? You go like, well, I'm exactly. I'm, I'm not a capitalist. I'm an anarcho-capitalist. Because if you want to include state intervention and, you know, what we would call cronyism or corporatism or corporate capitalism, 
right? If you want to include those types of interactions in your definition of capitalism, well, then I have to put the anarcho in front of it because the anarcho eliminates those aspects of capitalism, right? It goes like, no, no, no. Uh, the, 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 the capitalist infrastructure without the state intervention, right? If you didn't have a state, you would have this type of capitalism. Um, and I've gone so far uh, as to say that um, each word is sufficient on its own um, if, if, if it's pure, right? Pure anarchy, in my opinion, will be pure capitalism. And pure capitalism and pure capitalism de facto becomes a pure anarchy. Like once you remove the state and all those and all that is associated with it, right, what you end up is one and the same. So it's 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 a redundant concept, in my opinion, but a necessary one when dealing with other people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think market forces would naturally arise in the absence of the state. You know, I don't think anything about you know what we believe is in any way dependent on the state like in any way i think these things would just naturally happen uh so when when i hear anarcho-communists talk about like their ideal society i'm just thinking how does one go about implementing that because like we're just talking about the natural state of things right? right markets are just the natural state they exist independent of government like if they, if you there are hurricane hits uh, there's still fucking markets there. There's markets in Somalia with no government. You got you can get good cell phone reception in fucking Somalia, believe it or not. You can get Wi-Fi and internet, even though they haven't had a fucking government for like 15 years. But they have you know, warring factions trying to become the government, <laughs> right? Exactly. Anytime, yeah. Anytime someone goes like, "Well, won't you move to Somalia?" Well, because they're trying to form a government and just failing at it <laughs> year after year. Right. I don't I don't want well, to move to a thing. place where they're trying to get to that point. I want to I would go somewhere where they've like, you know, evolved beyond that concept. And like, no, no, dude, cool over here. No one's trying to rule you. Like, no. sweet. See, see, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing that's missed about Somalia is that it's actually Western governments and other African states who are trying to impose a central government on the people of Somalia who don't fucking want one. They do not want a central government. It's try. It's being imposed upon them from outside because to allow something like Somalia to exist is to say that, well, maybe we don't need nation states and maybe borders are kind of fluid and maybe market forces will sort this kind of shit out. And it goes against the entire uh, ideology of like the UN and the world is composed of nation states and everything's a nation and every nation has a government, you know, there is a guy, uh, Jordan Peterson, I've been listening to him a lot lately, and he talks oh about hierarchies. Um, Dude, I, I just read his book, 12 Rules for Life. Yeah, I bought the book. Um, I haven't read it yet. But um, the, the thing about hierarchies, he said, is like uh, it's it's in everything, it's from the, the yes. height of trees and forests uh, to the you know, size of galaxies, <laughs> and, and, and lobsters have their own hierarchies, and, and people have their own hierarchies, too. Um, what I don't understand is people's desire to force hierarchies on other people. I can understand it from the individuals trying to figure out where they fit in the hierarchy, and especially the you know the the people that he complains about the most, the the, co- the college kids, you know. Uh, uh, what about the patriarchy? <laughs> yeah, com- 
complaining about the patriarchy and stuff like that. Uh, you know, they're at the bottom. They're like, why should I be at the bottom? Well, because you're an idiot and <laughs> you, you, know, you, you don't know how to talk yet. You're in school and you haven't figured out that that's the place where you're supposed to learn to become an awesome person instead of complaining about why you're not, or, you know, why you're in the position you're in. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I believe in, in natural hierarchies, but I don't believe in the government. You know, it's like it, yeah. the government is just a, it's just a it's a bad idea. Um, and yeah, I believe in natural hierarchies necessary. like I believe in gravity. It's just kind of there yeah. to, to yeah, ignore it as yeah, folly. Exactly. It, yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's just the natural state of things, right? Just like markets. Yeah, but the, the hierarchy itself, in and of itself, is not a bad thing, right? This, this, is, this is why you can't have a civil discussion with an ANCOM, right? Because they, they want to tear down all hierarchies, Right, and that, that and that brings well, everyone I mean, down uh, to the bottom level. Yeah, well, you can't do that just due to the Pareto principle. I mean, the Pareto principle applies to even fucking crazy things like, uh, you know, where you vacuum. Right, there's a like a eighty twenty split on where all the traffic in your house goes through. <laughs> you know, yeah. so the Pareto principle is going to apply to any society or any group or even things that don't even fucking involve humans. Plants follow the Pareto principle. Hey, uh, by, by the way, Matt, Matthew, yeah. uh, if you don't have time to read the book, I have, uh, he narrates the entire fucking book, believe it or not. In oh, the wow. <laughs> so uh, if you'd like to listen to, instead of actually reading, I can send you uh, the ebook because I like Jordan Peterson's voice too. He, he explains it really well. I'll, I'll send you a copy if you want. See, and with, within this realm, like I started reading um the the max sterner the ego on his own like i'm i i couldn't tell you anything about it because i'm only like the prologue and like part of chapter one into it but that's that's supposedly like the next evolution beyond ancap right it's like no no man you're you're an ancap like until you read sterner and then blows your mind so wait what, what, what would he add to it like no, no, you got to read and find out, right? There, there's, there's, can't, the, can't summarize. There, uh, basically, like, a, as an individual, like it's it's individual anarchism, right? So the, the basic summary is, you do you, bro, right? Like what whatever works out best for you is the direction you should head, and not worry about any sort of collective, right? Hmm. So if it's if it's okay. good for you, then it's good. Well, if it's bad for the you, only, then it's only bad. The only problem I, I have for that is, is well, I, I can find a way to take advantage of the state, and it might kill a whole bunch of people, and but it might make me, it might make me look really good in the process, and so I'll become president, and there. Right, and yeah, and and, and without having not read the book, right, and not understanding the the philosophy completely, because I haven't read the book and I don't understand all of it, right? It is my interpretation that the egoist anarchist would say that's the best thing for you to do, right? If 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 you can position yourself to be at the top, right, as far as your life is concerned, without as an individual, without regard for society or the collective. Right. That is, by all means, the the best thing for you to do. And you should pursue that. You should pursue that end. 
I don't know. I don't think I could go that far. I don't think so either, which is why I got to read the book and see like how wrong I am yeah. about about that. I don't know because about uh, my general understanding. It's it's almost uh, nihilistic. About, well, no, no, because caring about bigger issues is itself selfish, and I mean, you can do that even while being concerned about yourself because you're still staying true to yourself. You know, like let's say. Yeah, you but wanna... at some point, an egoist would have to decide if he wants to be a statist or an anarchist. Or if he says, "Well, whatever mm. benefits me more, I don't care," then then he's a nihilist. I you know, nothing matters except for me, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. But then, if everyone was doing that, it's hard to imagine how there could be a state. <coughs> and I, well, because I have... there's a lot of idiots in the world. <laughs> oh no, because the existence of the state that... involves a lot of sacrifices, convincing people that, to do well, things that they otherwise wouldn't fucking do. Yeah, that's easy. There's a hierarchy, and they yeah. and they put themselves there, and so that's why when we didn't get around to it yet. But uh, what is what is MC? Is, you know what what labels do I have? And and I go round and round about this, but I always go back to why am I doing this? And and the main reason why is because my government is killing people in other countries, and there's no way for me to make it stop. Um, yeah. If if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't care as much. I'd probably be more interested in video games and cars and whatever. And I'm interested in those things anyway because you know, I like I said, I can't stop them from doing things. So I'm kind of just you know, I don't know what to do about that. Um, so what? what That's I the would, issue for you too, Matthew. What What I would want is the it, it, as, far, as far as me personally, like what societal change would I like to see happen? Is I would like to see like in in the law or whatever because because I, I always I, I think the state is always going to exist I don't think I'm going to get rid of it and just just like with uh, uh, the anarcho-communists and stuff like that you know if they want to have their own commune I don't care if somebody wants to have their own U- US government I don't really care um, but what I do care about is that I'm forced to participate in it so I would like to call call myself like someone who opts out like i'm i'm a opt out person like you know i don't want to participate in your stupid game and uh i, I don't know if there's a word for that so I, the best word that i can use is anarchist because you know i i don't believe in their government i don't think it's valid and you know i I'd, I'd like to not participate and uh so that's that's so anarchist is the best word i can come up with at the moment so i guess i'll say that's what i am but, i think your view is like the closest to average that one can get like because that is the average view towards politics right and people are like well i don't want to i don't want to be involved with this shit because i think that's why most people don't vote um, right like most people no, are busy well, with their own lives they're fucking you know they got well, that's their families the I, they're doing they're most, doing their own shit the, there's a lot of people that are still like like average people that you know support the troops you know they don't actually do anything to support the troops besides pay their taxes but you know that like hey they put a ribbon on their they, car they 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 have a uh an assumption that that all this hierarchy and this this government and all this stuff is is here for some benefit right and but well, I, that's because I, they're not paying that much attention. Yeah, that's they, that's most people. Most people don't pay attention. Most they're people, apolitical. Just most like people, you, like they're opting out mentally. <laughs> well, opting that's out. That's all they're doing. They're mentally. just like well, no, they, yeah, because it's hard well, to think about politics. If, it's just if you're if you're not if you're not engaged, that doesn't mean you're you've 
opted out. It just means you're not paying attention or you don't. Well, I'm, you know. yeah, I'm saying mentally they're checked out, right? They're like, they've changed the fucking channel is what they've done. Okay, so but they don't. Like... <clears throat> let, let me let me see if let me see if I can clear this up a little bit. I th- I think there's a distinction to be made uh, between opting out and what you're saying, Bronson, is just like checking out, right? Like if you, uh, the the best thing I can compare it to right now is like the the um, the unemployment statistics, right? Like they're they 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 brag um, about like unemployment percentages going down right oh man we've reduced unemployment right but if you look if you look deeper uh, at those statistics it's not because more people are getting jobs it's because more people have stopped looking for jobs right so there, there's <laughs> and and so they fudge the numbers right so there's there's those that have like opted out right and then there are those that have checked out right there are those that are still looking for jobs and those that have given up completely and the, 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 the checked out people are the ones that have given up completely. They, they've like, they've, they've resigned their fate, right. And, and put that in the hands of the state. Like there's, there's, you know, yep, th- those exactly. are the, the, those are the, you know, uh, death and taxes people, right. You, you can't avoid it. So you might as well live with it. Um, and then yes. there's the, the then there's the, the average view. Right. But then there's the opt out people, right. Who go like, no, fuck this. Right. I'm out. And then they actively pursue a lifestyle that keeps them out of the out of the realm of the state as much as possible, right? Those those are the ones like build the log cabin in the woods and no one's paying attention, right? Those are the agorists who do like the underground economics uh, and work for cash only or you know in today's environment cryptocurrency, right? Those are opt outs, right? The the guy who's sitting on his couch going well, nothing. Even if I go to the voting booth, my vote doesn't count and it's not going to change anything. Right, that's a checked out individual. The opt out person goes like, "There's nothing I can do at the voting booth. There's nothing I can do to change anything on the grander scheme. So how can I maximize my existence um, now? Right? How can how can I turn that uh, how can I turn that into like the the maximum benefit for me in my existence? And those are those would be you know more in in line with the egoist anarchist, right? Who then go like, well, if it's if it's going to exist. Right. How do I how do I get the most benefit from it? You know, and if it turns out that the to max you like, you know, YOLO, right? You only get one shot at this, right? And if running for governor and becoming like the the, the you know the, the head person in charge of your little mini community uh, is the best route possible, right, then as far as the ego is concerned, that's what you should pursue. So it's kinda hard then, right, to to fight against you know like political candidates right because you know they they know the system right they're not the low-level bureaucrat who just wants to have a job they're not checked out of the system they're opting into the system because they think it can maximize their benefit um in this one shot that they get thoughts Hmm. yeah i don't like uh egoists in government that seems like a recipe for disaster Right, and I think we read an article about it like earlier on, maybe in the low hundreds or, or late double-digit uh, shows, where it was it was basically that breakdown of the different levels of government. Right, you you ought not worry about you know the the worker down at the DMV, right? Like th- they're not out to get you, right? But the higher up you go, those are the ones that are out to get you, 
right? The 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 state legislator, the state uh, the mayor, the governor, right? The the people in elected offices who are actively seeking power are the ones out to get you and steal your freedom, right? The 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 lady down at the DMV counter just wants to go to work, and because she's a low producing member of society to begin with. You know, she was able to get a low producing job that she can just exist at and survive through. Right. She's she's not coming for your guns. She may vote. Right. And you may not like the way she votes. Um, but it, but she's definitely like, you know, not opting in. She's just kind of existing. Okay. Could be checked out. I don't know. A lot of that gets really foggy because, like, even the politician isn't actually coming for your guns. It's the it's the actual police officers kind of kick down your door. Well, yeah, but and and those people, right? Those are the ones you really need to be afraid of because they're the enforcers. They're they're robots uh, in human form, right? And I've, I've shared this on the show a number of times, but I've I've been in the back of a cop car, right? And robots I, yeah, I, I, in human form. <laughs> Well, and and I and when I talked to the cop, right, he said, "Well, the thing he likes about the job is it doesn't require him to think, right? He gets an order, he he implements the order, right? Input output, right? Go get him, and then he goes and gets him, right? He's like he's an attack robot, right? So somewhere from on high comes a decree, right? Collect all the guns, right? And he goes, sir, yes, sir, right? Just like the military, and then he goes and collects all the guns, right?" He never questions why he's collecting all the guns. He never questions whether he's right in collecting all the guns. He never considers um, the consequences of collecting all the guns. He just knows input, collect guns, output, I go collect guns, right? Uh, input, uh, yeah. catch speeders, that, output, catch speeders. Think about what they've done with drugs. They've completely checked out morally on, on yeah. any of this, right? They don't question any of it. They're like, fuck it, we're kicking in this door, might have to kill someone. Because he's growing a plant. You know, yeah. It's like, well, it's the law. So. And, and then when you ask him, like, why did you do that? Because like, I, 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 it was with my orders. Like, that's that's my job for today. <laughs> We're going to go kick in doors and collect marijuana plants. Right? But someone might die. But then they shouldn't have the marijuana plant. They know it's illegal. They know we're coming for them. Right? They, they're the ones that should know better. Right? But he was a cancer patient <laughs> who was using it to, like, you know, to, to treat his, you know, uh, you know uh, what is it, the, the nausea from chemo. Like, it doesn't matter, right? My job is to kick in the door and get the plant. So what am I going to do today? I'm going to kick in the door and get the plant, right? They're yes, robots. Yeah. They're, lit- they're literal robots, right? I'm not even being, like, There's- metaphysical, metaphorical in that, right? They, they get their input, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? Whatever you tell them to do, that's what they do. They don't, they don't think about it. They don't, consider the, they don't consider alternatives. They don't consider options. They go, just doing my job, right? And that's, the, and that's it. It's not even. It's not well, even I only think, cops. Uh, soldiers could be described that way too. Yeah, definitely. And, and I would also describe them that way. But I have more interaction with police officers than I do soldiers, right? I'm. I'm. A, I. I live in the United States of America, right? So I yeah. deal with like local enforcement as opposed to foreign enforcement. If I was, you know, like the 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 Canadian Army and the Mexican Army is not, you know, is not situated in my city. You know, uh, was it trying to liberate me from the from the the United States government? So I don't deal I don't deal with right. that arm of enforcement. That's for the children of, in Afghanistan about, to deal with. I, I used to talk about foreign policy when I was in the army with other soldiers, and they fucking hated it. Like they they were very 
very hostile to my foreign policy views. They're like, to even question the idea that we're over here fighting for freedom and if we, if we don't do this, fucking Al-Qaeda is going to take over the government. <laughs> you know, like, to even question that was met with utter hostility by soldiers. Hey, right. hey Rich, can, can you turn off your AC? And I wanted to change the subject uh, Shit, a little totally bit. totally forgot too. about that. My bad. Um, oops, my computer's just shutting off. Hold on. Uh, turn on. All right. Okay. Um, so, so something recently happened. Um, the, so basically, and, and I, I want to get your thought, your your thoughts on this, Bronson. Um, mm-hmm. The U.S. government foreign policy was probably most likely controlled by the CIA, and and now we have a situation where CIA is being put into the highest highest positions. Um, so now it's just public knowledge that the CIA is in control of foreign policy. So do you see this as uh, going to shock the system anymore? Or is, or is, or is the entire U.S. US population just completely checked out anyway? And so it doesn't really matter. Like they're going to do whatever they're going to do anyway. And Oh, like that's part. The public is uh, basically retarded because the left-right split, you know, somehow through through the process of partisan politics, it is now the left that has put the CIA and the generals and the intelligence community on a pedestal. And so if Trump appoints, appoints a fucking CIA torturer uh, to this position, you know, they're, they're going to be like, oh, well, that's good because the CIA is good now because they're opposed to Trump or they used to be until now they're like on the same page. So I guess my, my real question is like, what, what, uh, what do you what do you see going forward uh, as far as U.S. foreign policy? Is it going to get worse? Or are we going to invade even more countries now? Are you, are you afraid of, I don't know, like, who knows? Maybe I, I'm, a, I'm kind of afraid of what kind of what this will do with, like, Iran, Russia, Syria. So you think it'll accelerate the, the, Fuck, the, I don't the, path, know. the path that we are on already? I, I hope not, because I hope Trump has enough sense to fucking put a leash I, on the cia and, and i'm not other. sure if he has any sense at all at this point <laughs> <laughs> like Good i point. think i think he was thinking well i want to be viewed as somebody who's strong and so i will put the most vicious you know tough people that i can find yeah but the thing is if he does if things go badly he, he knows that it's going to reflect on him and he'll be blamed for it so he also doesn't want I'm thinking he doesn't want to like start a new war where if it goes badly, he'll be blamed for it. Like Bush. Well, he would just blame it on the person he hired and then fire them. Mm, I don't he's, know. He, he's always sort of insulated in, in that way. Um, well, he'll, he'll hire somebody that's retarded and be like, well, they were retarded. So I fired them. It's like, but you also well, hired them. In, <laughs> in the case of presidents and foreign policy, they're always blamed. It's always ultimately well, yeah, the, that, the voters will blame whoever's the sitting president. That's true, but nobody really cares, and that's kind of my point. Like nobody really cares if we well, invaded if they, we invaded Yemen. Were. We invaded Yemen, well, and nobody gives a shit. If it went poorly, <laughs> it went poorly, and U.S. troops were dying often. Oh yeah, that's um, probably not going to happen. I mean, we we can go anywhere we want, and well, nothing... it will happen if there's a conflict with like Iran or Russia. That's sure. For sure, there's sure. going to be U.S. troops dying. So, you know, 
except if there's not uh, a, a real war, you know, someone who actually poses a real threat uh, to troops, and then we'll just keep doing what we're doing then. So situation normal then. Yeah, I don't know, because I, I'm also thinking the public doesn't give a shit, as usual. Um, most, of the, most of the public doesn't even really know. That... We have troops in uh, South Africa now, in multiple countries <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. There, um, I guess, like some troops died, and Trump, you know, called them or didn't call them, or you know, some kind of bullshit. But that was the main issue there. The main issue was, you know, did Trump call them, and how did the conversation go? Not like, right? <laughs> oh, we have troops there, and they died. What were they doing again? Oh, they're setting up a drone base. Okay, what's the drone base for? Oh, it's to kill people. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, I didn't yeah. to know that I didn't know we were doing that in Africa, but now I know. Yeah. So anyway, that's back to the beginning. That's that's my reason for caring so much is is I I always I look at these big things that I can't control, and a lot of idiots do that too. Um, you know that, and that's what the thing. You know, Jordan Peterson says like, you know, get your own house in order first before yes. you can before you can you know take on the world save the world and, yeah. and that's and that's kind of where i am now like i have no way of 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 competing with uh the media or the government or you know uh or these these the, the lack of ideas uh going into into people's heads about you know foreign policy um but uh yeah so i need i need to figure out how to either uh, I increase my my presence in the world so people will listen to me or uh, you know something else but you know doing what I'm doing isn't going to achieve my goal of you know ending US foreign policy <laughs> uh, hey you know it's funny that that's like the biggest issue for for you because that for me that is the biggest issue too with our government like that's the main reason why I'm so opposed to our government in particular and what I think drove me towards the path of ancap is that's US foreign policy yeah anyway any uh thoughts on that or you want to talk about your uh hey uh, oh, Ma matthew i had one more question for you because this often comes up whenever i'm debating other people um who, who don't like ncaps or whatever you said that you have no way to accomplish it like you have no actual plan to uh create an ncap society right and that's my view too. Like I don't, you know, I don't have active plans to overthrow any fucking government. You know, I don't know whether this. I'm not even sure it it would work. You know, I, like yeah. I think it could work, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't know, and I don't have any plans to create an end cap society. It's just that, you know, this is what I believe. I think there's a lot of evidence to support this position, but you know, as far as implementation, I don't know. I, no, I. I won't even speculate on that part. Well, we, we speculate a lot. I think one of the things we came up with is if somebody sets up uh, an, a competing government or a uh, competing non-government, just a capitalist area, um, then, then yeah, it could work. Um, I think the, 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 yeah. the discussion usually ends up like not here, right? Like we, we could get away with it in some foreign country with a smaller government. But if we if we attempt to set that up uh, within the political designation known as the United States, um, it would get squashed way too quickly. And 
Yeah. So, well, their primary argument is that a government structure would naturally arise in, in a free market. Like naturally, people desire power, um, and they desire control over others. So that, like, even through market forces, uh, governments would naturally arise. Is what they're saying. And and well, that that's not that's not the conclusion that we drew regarding like where to set it up. So where, whereas that may be true, right, that's where, you know, like diligence to the cause uh, becomes an important aspect of it, right? Because yes. if, you, if you set something up, right, leaders will rise to the top. And we don't have to rehash the discussion on like the difference between like leaders and, and you know, governments, right? Just, just like natural hierarchies form, someone's going to go, you know what, I've got a pretty good idea. And then everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Like, Oh my God, dude, you know what? You should be in charge, right? Like you should be in charge. Um, and that, you know, that I, I, I can't give too much away as far as, you know, the, the example I want to use, but suffice to say, I was, I was, um, playing a game, right. And they, they, they laid out the rules for the game. Um, and before we got started, like we had to like each team had to like, you know, pick a leader. Right. And I, and before we got started, right. I, I, put my hand on and I said, before we have any discussion on this issue, right? Um, I know the answer. Here's the answer. And whatever else you guys discuss is going to be wrong because that's the answer. Right. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I, th That was my position. Um, and they went, well, you should be the leader then. I went, well, I don't need to be the leader because I already know the answer. Right. Like someone else can be the leader. They went, no, no, no. You know, the answer, you're the leader. All right, fine. I'll stand up here and act like the leader, but it's the answer still the answer, right? So, <laughs> I was I was you know unanimously elected leader, right? There was like you know for the time being, um, as as we went through this, um, so in so when you try to set something up, right, so it's going to be a similar situation, right? But the the difference for me and hopefully for them, right, is is when you find the leader. He does not become like the dictator or, you know, the, 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 the grand high wizard, um, of everything. Right. It's like, I, I knew the answer to one problem and I, I said what the answer was. Right. And that does not mean I know the answer to every other problem that arises. Right. Like, you know, so in, in, in a natural ANCAP society where, where leaders rise to the top and say like, no, no, this, this is how things need to be done for, for us to move forward. Right. It's how you go from like one offs, uh, one offs, handmade items to like, you know, factory production. Right. Someone goes like, you know, there's got to be a way today to do this. Let's let's set up a line and everyone does like one little part of the line. And then instead of like one car, we can make like 50 cars in the same amount of time because like it's not like one person doing one thing. Right. And then that like that moves everything forward. But that doesn't mean he's in charge of everything. Right. It means he had one good idea. So if the, if the, if the person in charge goes like, I know how to run everything, right. Then everyone who went like, that's a good idea, man has to then be diligent enough to say like, that's not a good idea, man. We need to let someone else, you know, run this aspect or not run anything at all. And just kind of like do your own thing. So it's, it's diligence to the cause, uh, when you set that up, if you, if, and when you get that set up. Um, that prevents a government from forming out of a natural hierarchical leadership situation. Um, and I've also said, right, like th this is where me and MC have disagreed in the past, right? I've also said that you can, you can have it, uh, 
you can build it up to a point off the radar that by the time they notice you're on the radar, um, it, it's too late to do anything significant ab- about it except roll in the tanks, right? So I've always said, you know, we had, we had Occupy Wall Street and Occupy whatever, right? I said Occupy Ghost Town, right? Like there, there, there's abandoned areas in the country, right? That, that there's nothing there except for infrastructure and buildings. So you, you already get a head start, right? You just, you just reclaim that land, right? You, you homestead that bitch. Who cares who owned it beforehand, right? Because it's abandoned now. Whatever the statute of limitations on, like, no, 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 I'm coming back from my property, has long since passed. Um, and then you build your little, like, mini community, right? Like, you know, Wild, wild West style, right? You, you have your saloon, you have your blacksmith, you know, you have your whatever, <laughs> But you know what I mean, right? Like you set up, yeah, you set up a shop. Cool. Like someone is going, someone will set up a restaurant. Someone will set up a, a car dealership or you know a car repair shop, right? People with natural talents will will then you know sell those natural talents to people who are looking for services, right? And then, well, that, you know, I mean, if you could homestead a pre-existing house with pre-existing infrastructure, I mean, that would be pretty cool. You already can. It's a ghost town. Like yeah. pe- other people have abandoned Where it for this? whatever. I mean, Detroit. I think Detroit is a fucking prime real estate to do this. Um, it's, you know, but, but Detroit is also, uh, too, too public, I guess, for lack of a better term, like too many people know about Detroit. So whereas, you know, with, with the, with everything being so cheap and falling apart, um, it's prime to be rebuilt by, mm. by capitalists and ANCAPs alike. Um, yeah. but because it's still Detroit and still on the map and on the radar, the minute it starts to be rebuilt, some politician will jump out ahead of it. Yeah, I think and, I think if uh, if the Free State Project was done in Detroit rather than New Hampshire, um, I think it might have had a, a better outcome because uh, because there is a lot of infrastructure there, and um, and it could Detroit. be tur- yeah turned it could be turned around if it wasn't for the politicians, right? Yeah, you know, kick, kick out the bankers. Wait, so is it legal to just uh, occupy a home and homestead that motherfucker, or you gonna <laughs> run into a lot of red tape? I don't care if it's legal. What I'm saying is, if you go like ghost towns exist all across America, right? Like I, I if you wanted me to like drop a pin on a map where I know that there's an actual ghost town, couldn't do it, right? But you know, uh, on the outskirts of big cities, exists a ghost town somewhere, right? Most likely out west, most likely in the desert right off the beaten highway and so what i'm saying is like there's already buildings there there's already like you know those buildings at one time had electricity had running water so there's still conduits and lines being run for for basic infrastructure right and what i'm saying is if you do it if 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 it's you and like a few hundred people just going into the ghost town right locals in the outskirts may wonder what's going on over there right and by the time like the first high rise building pops up, they'll go, holy shit, what's going on over there? Right. And then by the time you have a security force in place to keep out everyone but them rolling in tanks. Right. It's too late. Right. You've, you're established. There's no government. You're not paying taxes to anyone. Anyone except for the federal government with tanks is going to get like deterred, you know, through threats of violence if necessary, because you have a security force in place. Because someone's gonna someone's gonna say like I have a specialty in security and you know and 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 defense, and they're gonna say like okay you're hired, 
right? You're right next to the auto shop and the bakery, right? Is the security firm, right? By the time those things roll in, it's too late. And then the federal government has like one of two options, allow it to exist, right? Which, which is a, sets a bad precedent, right? Then they go, well, if this one can exist, like let's pop up more, right? Uh, or they roll in the tanks and destroy it. And, and the act of rolling in the tanks to destroy it, right, is also a win to some extent, right? Because they go, like, that's the only thing they can do to shut this down, right? And if your fear is that, you know, they're going to roll in the tanks and destroy it, well, then, you know, once you've got that one established, just move on to another one, right? You, you, you become like the satellite founder, uh, 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 the, the ghost town satellite founder. Right, they destroy one, but the other one's already being built, and they haven't even noticed that one coming up yet. Right, and they go like, "All right, all right dudes, we're 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 nomads now. We're moving. We're going to rebuild." But the act of rebuilding, right? Again, you already you you already know how to do it once because you've done it once, so you get better and better at it. Right, you do it quicker, faster, better, stronger than the last one. Um, but also, in the interim, you're living free. Right. You're you're vo- you're you're, in, you're uh, existing in a voluntary society amongst other individuals who think like you for the most part, right? You know everyone's going to have their favorite baseball team, right? But for the most part, they interact with you on a voluntary basis, um, and so you don't have to worry uh, about like the government forming or the encroachment coming, right? So you, you occupy you occupy and you can start this wherever you want, right? But I say ghost town because there's infra- you get a head start because some infrastructure is already there. I would actually move to Detroit if I could like homestead or just, I guess, occupy a a pretty nice looking house. I would, I would just move in there and work for like the threat management agency there. Or, uh, have you ever heard of that? The threat management center? Um, I've heard of like private cops. Yeah. So this guy, this guy, uh, he started a business out there. It's like private security essentially. Yeah. Um, and so they, they were protecting truckers. Who, who like you know they operated in the millions so they like they they had enough money from protecting the trucks from getting hijacked that they were able to offer cheaper services services to like the elderly and like pe- poor people in the community like free yeah i've seen a mini documentary on one of those it might have even been in detroit right where they go like well people think twice about calling us because we charge like 20 bucks an hour for the call or 60 bucks an hour so really? they know it's got to be damn well something like that it's got to be like damn well worth it for us to come out there and investigate whatever crime they think has been committed. Um, but we totally come out there and do it. We just, we just bill by the hour. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently their services are better than the police. Yeah. Like they're preferred over the police because they're incentivized properly. Yeah. That's the kind of cop I could envision myself being like someone who is really genuinely concerned with like protecting the public and, you know, keeping people safe from bad guys and threats. You know, somebody who's willing, like, to even sacrifice themselves, right? Like if you if you see, you know, a woman getting raped, like you'll the kind of person who will intervene immediately, you know. Yeah, and and you could you could totally do that. The difficulty with intervening with without um, without uh, contract or 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 agency um, is it, it increases your liability, right? So I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily do that. Like I've always. Uh, uh, um, you know, my girlfriend, I've always told her, like, you know, I, I, I'm an attack dog. And she went, I don't really like that. So I said, well, I'm, I'm a security dog then, right? I'm a guard dog, right? <laughs> but if, if, if ever you need someone to, like, you know, get attacked, right, 
like you just you just give the command right and then i go into you know because because at that point i'm acting in agency right and she goes like you know i i need protection from this person or i need something um you know something returned to me from from a loss that i have suffered um and so like i'm like i'm totally there so um here here here, here you go bronson i i don't know if we can like work this in but some years ago right probably as an april fool's joke um uh richie rich reclamations right and capistan's number one repossession and reclamation service does someone else have something that belongs to you call us and get your property returned to you right and then you can turn that into you know a, a protection service as well have you been harmed right let, let us let us go reclaim what is owed to you um so if you want to be like the number one security personnel for that brand of security service right by all means like i said you know any just about anything you can think of um, I've already got like some sort of brand in place that, that can handle it. And if I don't, we'll create one. So, you know, private security, why not? Right. Personal bodyguard. Why not? Uh, you no, know, I think the know. biggest obstacle is going to be the fucking government. Like if you get too successful or, you know, something, they're just going to come in and make your life miserable. Right. And so at one point, and this is what I said, like everything done under the radar, right? Because, you can get extraordinarily wealthy um, w- without 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 blipping the radar if you do it right, right? It, 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 you, you have to be, you personally then have to be diligent about how you go about doing it. Um, but I always said like, you know, uh, some, some, some other more legitimate businesses that I've actively considered starting or started and failed at. Right. I've always said like, you know, like, oh, people say, oh, you got to get your permits and you got to go get this type of securities license and you got to go to get this and this and this. And I go, no, I don't. Right. Because <laughs> because I'm going to I I my goal. Right. Was to make so much money um, before they know I'm there. Right. That I have a war chest uh, in my pocket to 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 go to war. Right. So no, they go, they'll seize it, man. They fucking seize that shit. No. Make up some reason. They they can make up some reason, but but you forget, Bronson, we 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 exist in the world of crypto. Right? I don't yeah, have I to have my war chest in US dollars sitting in a bank account. I don't have to have it stuffed in a mattress or in a safety deposit box. Right? I can yeah. just have it and then, you know, you, uh, pay for services, right? Find find a, a, a like-minded attorney willing to take Monero, right, to defend me against this, you know, this encroachment. And then again, like every everything that they then set up, right, to like, well, you know, this this was always this was always the problem um, with Bitcoin, right? Like it it existed prior to the laws, and they got a lot of anarchists on board initially by going like no no man like look at this this exists outside the system this is your way out of the system right and then as it became more popular the people in charge right or the the presumed leaders in the space uh, you know running running the exchanges right they then went hey 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 government um we don't know if what we're doing is legal here so so could you please pass some laws for us to follow so that we know mm-hmm. what we're allowed to do, right? And I go, totally fucking wrong, right? No, you just do it until they say you can't do it. And then when they say you can't do it, you have so much money, 
right? That you either do it anyway, um, or then use that money to get the laws passed in your favor, right? If they're going to yeah. pass a law <laughs> well, anyway, that's what Coinbase did anyway. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, Coinbase doesn't exist here. Like they, they fail. I just think, how, I think how they got like dread pirate Roberts and shit. Like if if they really, really, really want to fuck you, like Edward Snowden, for example, they can get you. You know, like they can make it. So they can take all your shit, you know, or make you flee the country. But even still, right? So, so you flee the country, right? With your with your billions of dollars, right? And then you just you just you just go someplace else where they speak the language that you speak, and that you can live comfortably for the rest of your life without having to worry about it, <laughs> right? Like Edward Snowden, poof, gone, right? Now it gets like paid on the speaking tour. Or, uh, you know, I, I don't know how he gets paid or whatever, but you know what I mean, right? Like, he, he's now he, he he's now a celebrity whistleblower, right? Not just a whistleblower, but a celebrity whistleblower. Everyone knows about him, right? Mm-hmm. Dread, Pirate, Dread Pirate Roberts, you know, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Ross Ulbricht if he was the Same. real DPR, right? I think what happened to him is a, a tragedy. I wish he could get pardoned. It is a tragedy, and he should get pardoned. But he also should have, like, you know, bailed and ran, right? Like, you know, fine. If you have all that Bitcoin stashed away somewhere, right, you know, before the seizures, like, you know, part of it, again, I don't I don't want to disparage him, um, but but part of it was because he was not diligent enough to 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 skirt the government, right? Like, they, they caught him in, like, a public well, library before. Then you're making it out to be. I don't think it has to be. I don't. I don't like complicating simple situations. Mm, well, and then you know the the FBI agent or was it the DEA agent who busted him trying to steal his fucking bitcoins and sell them? Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> he tried to steal his shit. Like he didn't even report it to the bureau or anything. And 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 again, part of that is part of that is why I said Monero. Right, because Bitcoin is traceable and it's a public ledger, and everyone knows where everything goes. If you, if you dig, if you look hard enough, you can find it. Right, you know, Monero is like the the crypto the crypto laundering service. Right, uh, in input no output. Right, into Monero and there it went, and it's gone now. Right, at least as far as they're concerned. No, no, no. I I I, I got hacked, like you were saying uh, at at the party last night, MC. No, no, no. I got hacked, lost it all, and there's no way for them to trace it, right? So you you build up this war chest big enough where you can then fend off any encroachment, right? If they if they say no, 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 what you're doing is illegal, then you you bury them in the law too, right? Like okay, show show me the law. How do I comply with it, right? If it, if it, you know I I have funds to comply, right? Let's let's go ahead and and comply. Uh, or let's go ahead and change the law, and then you buy yourself some legislatures or whatever, because you have the funds, right? You have the war chest. That's what the war chest is for. But you build the war chest under the radar and hope that they never come, and when they do, you have enough to fend them off, or something to fend them off, or something to cut and run. And as an egoist, cut and run, who cares, right? Like, no, no, no so, so so what, right? You're living in a mansion okay, in we're, Peru. We're, we're not egoists yet, um, so... And I think we're getting getting along here. That's what we are. Okay. Besides we can wrap this. Yeah. Any final thoughts then? Uh, I, I was think. Uh, well, somebody might call in, but I don't know. I guess he's not. Too late now because we're about to wrap the show. 
I just, I, I like to, uh, I want somebody to call in, like someone who doesn't like in and out. Yeah, that was the whole the whole point of the show was was to do that and uh, it, it didn't work out that way because we're i think because we're not that much of a threat so it, it works in the atheist experience because there's a whole bunch of people who want to defend their religious views um but nobody really has the desire to defend the government because every, every everybody also believes in government so there's no reason to the to defend it you know we're well a lot, well most a lot people are people religious think, as well yeah but a lot of people think anarcho capitalism is silly like it's for them it's transparently obviously silly well because every, it's stupid. well because everybody believes in government though so if 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 there wasn't if there was a growing uh group of anarchists if it was a threat then people would uh challenge us Right. No, but, uh, people do challenge. Actually, uh, we're 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 seeing almost like flat earthers kind of. So here, here's my formula for like zero success, Bronson. Like we we set up the show as a call-in show, right? For from the from fundamentally, it was a call-in show for that very purpose. You call us, you tell us what you love about the government, and then we destroy your argument. The problem is anyone we talk to personally, right, already knows that their argument is weak. And so they don't call, but they will argue with you thread after thread on social media. Right. Going, I know. No, no. I right. know. I know. I know. So here's, so all I do is when I engage in one of those threads, right. At some point I go like, it's no longer worth it for me to continue this discussion with you. Here's my show. Call in and let's have this on. Let's well, get this on the record. There's right. there's some science behind that, and, and uh, they did some research on Facebook posts and stuff like that. That when when people read something that somebody else says, they automatically don't believe it. They automatically go into argue mode. But when they hear it, so like if, if instead of posting it uh, with uh, with text, if you made a video of yourself explaining it, then they are ten times more likely to believe you and to to at least not argue with you to just you know let it be than, right. than if it was a text so so and that and that's part of it they don't want to get that mentally attached to it or, or emotionally attached to what their position uh to defend it uh in person but right um so when they when they fail to call into the show after they're invited to call into the show then i just call them out on the show right i go like hey i called you out on the show and I call him out. I go, was too much of a chicken shit pussy, you know, to call in and, and yeah, you know, discuss so this like a real man. And then I post the link to the show back in the thread, right? I go like, here's the show where you could have called in and I called you out. Well, right? so man up, solution. sucker. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, so start I, doing that's, that. That's true. Then. That's true. And, and that's fine. <laughs> but be, because because your your response is still in a, in a hyperlink or, or a text, um, they're they're still not going to take the effort because it's still in text. So my solution is is to make a short video of your position or or audio, whatever, and post that. And and then instead of instead of uh, immediately going, hey, you have to come to me to hear me, just put your argument out there in in the form of audio or video, and and so that they can at least have that. Uh, 
what do you call it? That uh, argument in their mind without the automatic fight okay. response. Okay. So, well, then clip the show right after after we're done wrapping the show. Just clip those parts and post them, right? Just you know. Yeah, and I'm not I'm I'm not willing to do that much work. Just yeah, to neither am I. People, I, just, so. I just call them. <laughs> I just call them. I just I just argue. And then I call. And then I give them the opportunity to call in. Then I call them out for not calling in. That's what you know. That's what I did in this. Wash, rinse, repeat. On, uh, yeah, call, I I put it in call out head to head video debates. I was like, anyone want to do a Q and A with an anarcho capitalist? And I I, I want to do like a, a live video kind. Nobody accepted that, so then I was is, like, "Okay, why don't you call into the show on Saturday?" Is is you call know, out is that video or audio? It's like live video debate. Okay, video live. So so basically, at like Google Hangouts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, same. But show. okay, so yeah, I'd be willing to do that too, and maybe and maybe we should uh, take an opportunity this week to invade that space and. Uh, Hell yeah! Know, just to Fuck do yeah. that. Let's um, take over the lounge. <laughs> all right. Final thoughts? Yeah. Is that it? After, no. After, after we burn our flag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's the opening solo. <laughs> Burning a flag live on callout. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got the flag. All right. That's all. Thanks. Bronson, done? Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us. Uh, anarchistexperience.com, facebook.com slash anarchistexperience. Uh, if you want to join in on the discussion uh, and the show prep that we didn't get to this week, uh, we do that through the groups on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash anarchist experience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, uh, we do that through Patreon because we haven't gotten kicked off of those platforms yet. Uh, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.